Good morning, Anchor fam. It is Monday morning, which means back to work for you 9 to fivers. This is Kaylee Chella checking in with your Monday morning news. China raised import duties on a $3 billion list of U.S. pork, apples, and other products Monday in an escalating dispute with Washington over trade and industrial policy. The government of President Xi Jinping said it was a response to the U.S. tariff hike on steel and aluminum. But that is just one facet of sprawling tensions with Washington, Europe, and Japan over a state-led economic model they complain hampers market access, protects Chinese companies, and subsidizes exports in violation of Beijing's free trade commitments. Already, companies are looking ahead to a bigger fight over President Trump's approval of higher duties on up to $50 billion of Chinese goods in response to complaints that Beijing steals or pressures foreign companies to hand over technology. Forecasters say the impact of Monday's move should be limited, but investors worry the global recovery might be set back if other governments respond by raising import barriers. An SUV carrying a large, free-spirited family from Washington State accelerated straight off a scenic California cliff, and authorities said the deadly wreck may have been intentional. Captain Greg Bartz with the California Highway Patrol Northern Division said that information pulled from the vehicle's software shows it was stopped at a flat, dirt pull-off area before it sped off the steep rocky face and plunged 100 feet. Speaking at an evening news conference Sunday night, Bart said that electronic information combined with the lack of skid marks or signs the driver braked led authorities to believe that the crash was purposeful. Five members of the Hart family were found dead. The search continued for three more children believed to have been in the vehicle when it went over a coastal overlook and landed in the rocks and the Pacific Ocean below. The missing children may have been washed out to sea, according to authorities. Known as the Hart Tribe, the multiracial family of two married women, Sarah and Jennifer Hart, and six adopted children, often took spontaneous road trips to camp and hike and traveled to festivals and other events, offering hugs and promoting unity. Authorities don't know exactly when the wreck took place. A passing motorist discovered the vehicle on March 26th, three days after Social Security authorities in Washington state opened up an investigation apparently prompted by a neighbor's complaint that the children were being deprived of food. Authorities believe at least one felony was committed, but Captain Greg Van Patten, a spokesman for the Mendocino County Sheriff's Office, declined to specify. Stephen Botchko, a writer and producer known for creating the groundbreaking police drama Hill Street Blues, died on Sunday. He was 74 years old. A family spokesman said Botchko died in his sleep after a battle with cancer. Botchko, who won 10 Primetime Emmys, created several hit shows, including L.A. Law, NYPD Blue, and Dookie Hauser, M.D. The Associated Press reports that President Trump has declared no more to a deal to help Dreamer immigrants and threatened to pull out of a free trade agreement with Mexico unless it does more to stop people from crossing into the U.S. He claimed they're coming to take advantage of protections granted to certain immigrants. Trump tweeted Saturday, quote, No more DACA deal. Just one hour after he began the day by wishing his followers a, quote-unquote, Happy Easter. He said Mexico must, quote, stop the big drug and people flows or I will stop their cash cow NAFTA. Need wall. The U.S., Canada, and Mexico are participating in tense negotiations over the North American Free Trade Agreement at Trump's insistence. Trump says NAFTA is bad for the U.S. 
Though Facebook has gotten the attention because of a recent privacy gaffe, the social network is far from alone in collecting massive amounts of data on you to help marketers sell you stuff. Google, for one, also does extensive tracking to power its advertising engines, and many other websites and apps run ads sold by Facebook and Google and exchange data with them. Beyond that, plenty of services, including Uber and Amazon, keep detailed histories on you. So, here are just a few ways to block or minimize such trafficking. Tracking IDs. Websites have long used unique IDs in cookies, which are data files stored in your browser, to know it's you when you return a week later. Cookies also let advertising networks run by the likes of Facebook and Google connect you as you visit multiple websites. To combat this, you can reset the cookie ID by clearing cookies periodically. Many browsers also let you install add-ons that block ad trackers. But for trade-offs, you'll still get ads, just not targeted ones. And clearing cookies makes your browser forget who you are, so you're going to have to log back in to any site that was saving your login. Location services. Many apps need your location to work. Uber, right? Your driver's got to pick you up somewhere. But location can be used for so much more. Google, for instance, keeps a fairly detailed account of your whereabouts through a feature called Timeline. To combat this, you can turn off location services in the phone settings, though for apps to work properly, it's better to turn them off for specific services that don't really need them. As for Timeline, you can pause or delete location history in Google settings. The trade-offs? Some apps don't work without your location. Others, such as weather apps, will require you to enter your location manually. And you might miss out on recommendations like better commuting routes via apps like Waze. Signing in. Signing into an online account gives services a surefire way of tracking you. Facebook won't work without an account. Google merely works better with one. And you'll generally need an account with any service that charges you, although sometimes you can sign in with your Facebook or Google ID instead. To combat this, resist creating an account whenever you can like when you're just browsing rather than buying. You could also use a different email address for each account to frustrate efforts to connect you across services, but then you gotta remember each one you used. Whatever you do, don't reuse the same passwords across services. That makes each of your accounts really easy to hack. And finally, IP address. The internet protocol address lists where your phone or computer lives on the internet. It's how you get messages and load websites. But IP addresses can also help companies remember who you are and link the various devices you use, since most homes use a single IP address for a whole network. To combat this, mask your IP address by using a secure intermediary. VPN services, which are common in corporate settings, will route your traffic through a separate IP address. A secure web browser called Tor automatically sends traffic through multiple third parties you'll still need to avoid signing in. The trade-offs. Tor can slow down performance, particularly with high data tasks like watching videos. And with VPNs, you'll have to trust the VPN operator, whether that's your boss or a private service. Signing off for the Anchor News Rundown, this is Kaylee Chella reporting.